You know, as I was kind of mulling over this lesson for today in my head, I kept hearing these quotes, and I, I can't go through all of them, but the one that really stands out to me is actually from an old ACDC album. It's the name of the album, and if I'm not mistaken, the name of the song. For those about to rock, we salute you. And it's a very anthematic type of a song. It sounds like something you would play just before you go to battle, just before you go to war. I, I think back to the, the movie um, Gladiator as they're about to go into battle, and, and he instructs them about what life is going to be like. Marcus Aurelius says, <clears throat> if you find yourself riding with the wind on your face and the sun on your back and the fields around you are green, you're in Elysium and you're already dead. But I also think of Braveheart when he gave his speech running back and forth in front of the troops. And every one of those instances, and you could quote them for hours, every one of those instances has one thing in common. One thing. And that's what I want to talk about today on Leading Leaders. Subscribe now for our extensive video library of leadership lessons promoting faith, family, and freedom. I'm Jay Lauren Norris with Leading Leaders Podcast and the idea of motivating, rallying, inspiring, bringing up the, the courage of a, a team, a, a, a group of warriors, a, a band of brothers just before an ensuing battle. I mean, that's kind of the mantra, the driving force behind many leaders. In fact, most leaders, they look for an opportunity to inspire, to encourage, to, to push people on. And but part of the challenge that leaders face, though, also resides in the fact that there will be times that you'll be called to come to battle, and you have to be willing to acknowledge that there's a chance you won't come back from said battle. There's a chance that you'll charge into battle and never return. There's a chance that you will lose everything. Now, in the world of leadership, that doesn't necessarily mean that you'll lose your life, although sometimes that's the case. You know, I've been watching recently Peaky Blinders. I love studying the way people communicate, and I know it's fictional. I know it's based on some real characters and that some of the gangland things at the turn of the century in England were, were very fascinating and also very troublesome. But the writing of that program is very incredible. And one particular scene, they're about to go into a conflict that is going to be really ugly. And the leader in that conflict turns to his entire team and says, make your peace with whoever you need to make your peace with, but make your peace because this may be the last chance that you have. I think leaders often <clears throat> recognize the risk reward scenario. Leaders know that there's an ROI to be had, to be paid for, so to speak, and that diving into what that risk is going to look like, what that reward is going to look like, well, sometimes that's hard to sell. It's hard to turn to your team and go, we're going to go forward with this, and we know we're going to face resistance. We know our competitors are going to come after us with marketing ads. And I don't care if you're talking about a widget that you sell, a service you provide, or a political campaign, or trying to change the society and the culture around you. If you're willing to lead, then leading is going to take you to places where trouble is imminent. It's just guaranteed. If you're leading, that means that change 
either precedes you just a little bit or it follows you greatly. And if you are leading in a way that brings about change, then chances are, you're, well, it's not chances are, you're guaranteed to face resistance. Change doesn't come without resistance. Transformation doesn't happen without some radical reorganization of the elements that need to be transformed. And I don't care if you're talking about a lizard who's regrowing his leg. If you could watch that under a microscope, all the cells that are bursting and reproducing, that's havoc. That's chaos. That's, it looks more like destruction than creation. And sometimes when you're launching a new business or a new division in your business, when you're branching out into relationships that you've never had before, you're doing things a new way, there's a lot of chaos in the reproduction that looks a lot more like destruction than reproduction. When you're looking to bring a political campaign or a business campaign or a marketing campaign or a new sales product to the floor, chances are you're going to see resistance. You're going to see what looks like destruction and chaos long before you see what looks like production. Here's my encouragement for you. There will never be a time as a leader that you will bring about significant transformation or significant change that will not include significant resistance. It's guaranteed. It's imminent. It has to happen. Part of that is like the universal expectation of human life, like the travailing of giving birth. No baby is born without someone going in labor, and that someone going in labor will tell you this is not a peaceful time. But if that baby is going to be born, then the expectation that a baby is going to be born drives the mother through the labor, through the pain. So it will be in your challenge. But you've got to be willing to look forward past the resistance. See, a mother doesn't give birth because she enjoys the pain of the labor. A mother gives birth enduring the pain of the labor, pressing forward anyway, proceeding anyway. Yes, pain is imminent. Pain is absolutely guaranteed in childbirth. But it's the hope of what will come next. It's the hope of what will be birthed, that that child will live a vibrant and vital life in this world, that they will become another change maker, another transformation bringer in this world. And that hope alone is what allows mom to persevere through labor and into childbirth to bring another life into this world. Not an easy journey. The pregnancy is not an easy journey. But facing that delivery with the hope that something new will be birthed. That's what every leader has to have deep down in their heart. The hope, the belief, the absolute conviction that what you're fighting for will be worth fighting for. That the challenges, the persecution, the hate mail, the cancellation that you're going to endure because what you're doing ruffles some feathers. It has to. There has to be some chaos. There has to be what looks like destruction before reproduction. It happens every time from a molecular level to a societal level to a global superpower level. And if you are going to persevere through that, you've got to have hope. You've got to have the hope that what we're working for, what we're fighting for, what we're giving birth to, 
deserves to live and will make a positive change in our world. If you believe that, if you're convinced of that, then your convictions, your moral compass, your dedication to that hope, not to the pain. Nobody wants to be dedicated to the pain. Nobody wants to be dedicated to the perseverance, the financial loss, the risk of lost relationships, the risk of burned bridges, the risk of lost business. Nobody wants to look forward to that. But we look forward instead knowing that the hope on the other side of the risk and the reward, the hope on the other side of the pain is worth the price we paid to bring it into being. If you're a leader with ideas, innovations, interruptions, if you're an, a leader whose ideas will change society, if you're a leader who possesses the hope that the culture you want to change, the business industry you want to change, the vertical market you want to change, the local community that you want to change, the family, the team, the organization that you want to change. If you're a leader who has hope that that change will benefit more people than the, the risk will hurt, you have an obligation as a leader to press forward, even at great risk to yourself. Oh, there were there were commanding generals who came up with the idea for the storming the beach of Normandy, many of whom never had a conversation before or after with the men who stormed the beaches of Normandy. They knew the risk when they signed up. They knew the risk when they got drafted. They knew the risk when they went to war. They knew there was going to be a price to pay. And for the generals, a lot of that, those commanding officers, a lot of that was a a political price to pay. It was the books written after them decades later that either encouraged their behavior or empowered them to be successful heroes or it completely bemoaned their stupidity. Chances are you're going to find yourself in the same position. As the leader, you may or may not be the one staring down the pillboxes. You may or may not be the one out there in the streets losing your job, risking arrest, doing the things that are risky. But you will be the one in the history books. You will be the one who will be called to account in every memory and every recall of the incident. And I ask you the same question. Is the transformation, the change, the new idea, the new innovation, the new interruption that you long to see birthed, is the hope of that occurrence driving you against resistance? If it is, hold on to that hope. That hope is what your team needs to know about. That hope is what needs to be in the history books. That hope, that transformation, that change, that innovation, that's what drives you against the resistance. And if your hope is small, if your belief that what you're going to accomplish is small, if your change, your transformation, your interruption is small, personal, and not beneficial to society, then you won't have the strength to persevere, to fight through. You'll quit. You'll give up. You'll walk away. And that is a greater pain for those who fought with you up to that point than their loss if the hope is eventually realized. See, there are a whole lot of people, I believe, today, and you can talk to veterans who survived the beaches of Normandy who 
were so seasick they just wanted off the boat, or they were so terrified that they charged forward with no idea what was going to happen. They watched bodies drop left and right, and yet they charged forward. And the ones who survived and came home, some came home with guilt. But some came home and still say today, I would do it again because I know what life was like for those who were living under the impression. And I would have fought to set them free. And I would do it again, and I would do it again, and I would do it again. And there will be those who will stand beside you while your innovation, when your interruption, when your transformation, when your change is being birthed. They will stand beside you at risk to their own good. And they'll say, it's the price I'm willing to pay because I believe the idea that you've sold me is worth whatever I might lose to see it come to pass. If you're a leader, it's guaranteed you will face resistance in bringing about massive change and transformation. There's no way around it. The question is, will you persevere through that at your own personal risk? And are you willing to risk the well-being of others in order to pull it off? And the only answer to that question rests in how solid is your hope? in the change, the transformation, the innovation, or the interruption that you want to bring about. Take the time to ask that question and articulate it well. If you can paint a valid, believable picture for the vision of the hope that you have, you can bring about radical change and people will stand beside you at all risk to do it. Go back and read about the Founding Fathers. They said of themselves when they signed the Declaration, by signing this document, we are signing away our lives, our fortunes, and our sacred honor. There was no question in their mind that resisting the king of England would lead to the death of everyone they cared about. But more than that would be the history books that would look back and say they did a great thing or they did a horrible thing. Where will you stand? How solid is your vision? How much do you believe in that hope? That's the question you're going to have to ask yourself before you rally a team to say, this may cost us everything, but it's worth fighting for. I'm Jay Lauren Norris with Leading Leaders Podcast for Tell It Like It Is TV. Have a blessed day. Subscribe now for our extensive video library of leadership lessons promoting faith, family, and freedom.